When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Souchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Quite the ball club we got over there, Patrick. All right. We got to get into this. The hell with that lousy ball club. Yep. So I told you this. Last night, yeah. I had ta- I'd made the mistake of, uh, of falling asleep uh, late in the afternoon and sleeping for three hours. Woke that, up at 8.30. That means you're not going to bed at night. No. So 2 a.m., I'm uh, I'm trying to find out. I'm looking at my iPad, trying to find out if I wrote about something because I'm thinking about. But I might. I can't remember if I wrote the same thing a year ago or not. And up pops the Royce River in Switzerland. Okay, Lucerne. It looks beautiful. Gorgeous photos of mm-hmm. uh, in going into this town of Lucerne. How's Royce spelled? R E U S S. But. The family allegedly came from Alsace-Lorraine, that disputed area between Germany and France. Not all that far from Lucerne. So I figure, well, hell, the family name must be if you lived on the river mm-hmm. and then moved, you were a right, you were a Rusi, right? You were a Rusi. Okay. Well, turns out, yeah, uh, the uh, there there was a principality. Of the House of Rus, R-E-U-S-S, in a different part of Germany. Mm-hmm. And there were three factions of this house of Germany. The, the middle one died out, but there were three factions. But it was a it was a sprawling deal there from like 1200 to 1700, 1800. Rus- it lasted for a while. The Rus. R-E-U-S-S. But there's also a recording in... 1272, where the family name is showing to be that of C. Der, der mm-hmm. Rusi, R-E-U-S-S-E. So mm-hmm. uh, it was also registered that way at Franken, Germany. Mm-hmm. It was during, uh, this was during the reign of the great inter interregnum, oh, yeah. which was a period when the Pope threw the head of the house out and there was 25 years of chaos. All right. So anyway, that so that's when that's the first time the the name shows up. Right. Rusi. That was the first taste. Spelled the same the first, as yours. Oh yeah, yeah, Der Rusi. Mm-hmm. you know, the Rusi. So now I'm really into this, trying to find out if I'm royalty. Now it's four o'clock. Now in I want to know if I'm royalty or not. Right. Well, hey, let me say this: mm-hmm. the principality of Royce, Rus, whatever it was, and the principality of Hanover. 
pretty damn close together. Mm-hmm. And Hanover, of course, is where the the Germans who run England come from. That's that right. was the House of Hanover. That's right. That was the Queen. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking. I want an invitation to the wedding. You might be a coward for something. I want an something. invitation to the wedding. <laughs> At least I want to be there for Megan's wedding, you know, right? Your whole life. I'm representing the House of Royce, and they're representing the House of Hanover. Your whole life, you've clung to this idea that there's just a fortune waiting <laughs> for you. Is, you had, to, you had to, Richard had to, what? He had, to, uh, <laughs> you were going to gain something down there, yeah. the, the ant's fortune or something? Oh, the Zwiner estate. The Zwiner estate. I was telling my wife about, the yeah. bride, about this this morning. Mm-hmm. And she says, I've stopped listening to you when you told me about the Zwiners. Right. She said, so. <laughs> you were going to get rich off yeah, the Zwiner estate. Yeah, right. But, uh, <laughs> anyhow... Here's the deal. The Royce family. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I looked up. I had two pronunciations of it. I got to give it to you. One of them, the river is pronounced Royce. Right. But when you do the German pronunciation, it's Oice. I showed it to Royce. Yeah. Royce. The R is not. The R is, for some reason, the R is silent. All right. But anyway, the whole family, all the males of the Royce dynasty we're named Heinrich. Everyone. Everyone. Uh-huh. So I'm that should thinking, be your name. I'm thinking, just think of the level of respect oh, I would have received in Heinrich. my 72 years on this planet. Mm-hmm. If instead of being, oh, there's that Pat. That's hey, Pat. That wussy hey. Pat. Hey, no, Patrick. No, no, no. What a name. There's now, Heinrich. There's Heinrich. Look out. I'm afraid Don't of him. Don't mess with Heinrich. Heinrich's coming down down. Don't mess with Heinrich. <laughs> Heinrich went uptown. Look out. And what a byline that would have been. Heinrich By Royce. Henrik, Heinrich Royce. <laughs> yeah. And then like the 32nd or something right, like right, that. Right, yeah. The of lineage. This, none of the, you know, Lavelle Neal uh, the third. Yeah, okay. big deal. It's three. I'm, I'm like 42. Right. Okay. Heinrich Royce, it would have been great. But now, here's the bad part. Okay. I, uh... The unusual and interesting surname is of German origin and is from an ethnic name for someone from Russia, derived from the German Rusi, Rusi, mm-hmm. the Middle High German Rius, R-I-U-S-S-E, Russian. The name derives ultimately from a Scandinavian term meaning rower or oarsman. I'm a boat rower. He's a, I'm a row the boat guy. He's Heinrich wow. the Coxman. I yes. The Coxman. After all my rejection of PJ and the row in the boat, I'm Can an oarsman. you see Pat in the end of the boat? Oarsman. Let's go here. I'm an oarsman. <laughs> Where are we going? And a uh, rower. So it's, I got to row the boat now. Man alive. I told you. Yeah. I was in Fulda in Germany. Yes, it's supposed to be the a train beautiful train stopped valley, in Fulda. Right? Well, I didn't get out of the train. I just saw the sign. Now, the one thing that scares me is the, that whole family was named Heinrich, and that as far as the Ricey name in this country... Let George Foreman name everybody George. Yeah, right. In this country, it goes back to a guy who showed up in Philadelphia in 1772 named Christian. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're a different branch of the family, and maybe I'm not royalty. So you're, But you know, I'm still I a think boatsman. You are. I'm still a boatsman. You know what sushere means? What? Land cleared of stumps. <laughs> so we knew what 
You know what great 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 grandpa yeah. did for a living? Well, no, cleared a, stumps. A completely made up name because he was a crook that was selling phony <laughs> bonds to the Tsarist Russia. But here is the part that we can't be terribly proud of, uh, no matter where. Uh, Boy, you did a lot of homework on this. Yeah, you did. Uh, and they, anyway, there were three. These three houses or these two houses of Royce. Okay, and one of them opposed. Germans, Germany's uh, ambitions in the late 1800s, okay? Mm-hmm. But this did not prevent his daughter, Hermione Re- Royce of Grice, from marrying Kaiser Wilhelm II. Oh, you Kaiser, married the Kaiser. The you, Kaiser was in the family. You have yourself convinced that you're actually part of this. That's Aunt Hermione <laughs> married, That's married, your aunt. married the Kaiser who started World War One, which ultimately led to World War Two. And you wonder where you get your temper. <laughs> That's right. Hermione said, go get Aunt him, Hermione. Kaiser. Hermione. Hermione is international. Aunt, Aunt Hermione. And by the way... Oh. To bring it full circle, okay. today's the day Hitler committed suicide, April 30th, 1945. And we finally got over the stain of Aunt Hermione marrying the Kaiser. What if there was a little hamlet over there <laughs> where everybody looked like you? <laughs> There's one problem with all of this. I'm adopted and I'm a full-blooded Irish guy. You're a McGillicuddy for all you know. But that doesn't mean that I'm not in the family and I shouldn't be at the wedding. Another fortune that you anticipate. That's right. We own land in Germany. You own a river. That's tortured soul. So frequent emailer Terry has pretty much unearthed evidence of a close relationship with me with one of the uh, one of the heads of the principality, huh? How you found a count <laughs> <laughs> and an old picture of me? From do we, my, what do we uh, call you, Count day. or Heinrich? What is uh... yeah, just Heinrich? You okay, know, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm you know Brian. Hey, hi. With that heritage, perf- Patrick would have been the perfect AWA wrestler. <laughs> Yeah, I would have. Heinrich Roos. Come here. Thank you. Come here. Relative of the Kaiser. I could come in and say, this is all for the dedication of Uncle Wilhelm. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Kaiser. Uncle Kaiser. Hey, I remember being at the, with my Uncle Frank and my dad, uh, the two Germans, Hans Schmidt, and I can't remember who the other evil German was. It's the St. Paul armory and Ganya and pat o'connor and my old man was rooting for the german of course <laughs> and, the contrarian. and my uncle frank who was you know the mechanic arts football yep, coach yep. a well-known guy in yep. town is like sitting there <laughs> embarrassed because everybody's throwing crap at him <laughs> <laughs> he got 
got into the spirit of it. Oh yes, yes, he did. He loved the, he loved the, uh, he loved the go to the matches. I bet I went to the matches five or six times as a kid. You know, at the auditorium or the armory. Well, they they were all over town. They'd yeah. be at the armory. They'd, if they had a big card, they'd be at the auditorium, and then they used both buildings in yeah. Minneapolis too. They, that was the thing. They have no main building back in those days. They'd go wherever they could uh, find a spot. Well, to that go. was what put the Lakers out of business. Yep, they never had a building. No, they uh, they did not. Did you get to see our boys play over the weekend? Oh, I was there Friday night. That might have been one of the five worst baseball games I've ever attended in my life. They go and get a five spot against the worst team in the league in the bottom of the first. And it was almost like, now Phil Hughes got him out in the second, but it was almost like he said, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Now that they gave me the lead. And you you smelled that one coming about mm. the fourth inning. They had they had. Three, four run leads against that team. End up getting beat 15 to 9. It was something? brutal. Four hours, cold, windy. There couldn't have been 5,000 people left when it was over, and anybody who stayed should have had a mental. I, I left like the sixth inning. It was really too bad, though, that you could not find. You just, it didn't come natural for you to what as to what to write about. You know, you weren't sure. You were looking for a topic You as you were mm-hmm. tweeting out this weekend. Hmm, what should I, <laughs> let's see here. I'm not, I, I need some help here. Well, that was uh, for the uh, little Sunday piece. But but the Friday, Saturday, I'd already wrote, this is how we baseball. Is, I'd yeah. written that column about this it. Is this, how is how, this is how we baseball. Now, Sano didn't play yesterday. No, he didn't play the last two days. He uh, has a now. He, I think he might have tweaked his hamstring when he fell on his face fielding that ground ball on Thursday in mm-hmm. New York. Mm-hmm. He played uh, Friday and Saturday. Didn't play. No, he played Friday. Didn't play Saturday or Sunday. And if he doesn't play tonight, uh, I would guess that they're going to put him on the DL. I would uh, if he doesn't play tonight. I'd put him on the DL. Nick Gordon, their best prospect. Third base, he's he can play third base. He's down in Chattanooga. So what? Jump him up to the AAA. Or, no, wait, is he? I'm not even sure where he is. I think he's no, he is in uh, he is in Rochester, I believe. And play him at third base, and send Big Miguel back there on a rehab when he's ready to play again. What? When might we see Buxton? Yeah, I don't know. Carolina what is that the toe? Down Couple toe? three days. Yeah, he's going to try to play with it, but. That was an idiotic thing in the first place. That he had migraine headaches. They they were playing in San Juan. They had uh, they had an extra spot on the roster because they were playing in a foreign country. There was no need to put him on the disabled list. They should have just you know let the headaches go away. Mm-hmm. Instead, they sent him out, put him on a disabled list, and then they sent him to Fort Myers to take some batting practice. He falls falls a rehab and he falls a ball off his toe now he might have done that anywhere but the point is it was stupid to ever have him there and they these guys out there's these smart guys outsmart themselves once in a while and with this 10-day disabled list instead of the old 15 they really outsmart themselves how close is irv to coming back he hadn't pitched yet was he throwing off a mound yeah he's throwing off a mound but i i would imagine it's damn near a month God Almighty! Yeah, he's behind schedule. This too. wasn't people weren't anticipating. No, this. no, this was this was a good looking team for about ten days, and then they stopped playing. Mm-hmm. I think this is uh, since the blizzard. They haven't been too good. Mm-hmm. They've uh, won uh, what uh, two out of twelve since the blizzard. Since they got uh, 
snowed out of three games in a row. But they're Two real. weeks ago today was the off day following the blizzard. Mm-hmm. Then they went to Florida Rico. San Juan. They, were, they flew to San Juan on Sunday when they got blizzarded out. Mm-hmm. Hung around there, did nothing. Split those two games in San Juan. Tuesday and, and Wednesday. since then, they've lost nine out of ten, mm-hmm. including losing three in Tampa. Yep. Which, at that time, Tampa was terrible. And they've been playing better now. And then come home and play the lowly Reds. and uh, get Well, they lost all of them in New York. Yeah. yeah. But that, you know. That didn't surprise anybody. No, but they uh, they couldn't get them out this weekend. They have given up seven or more runs in all but two of their last eleven games. I think mm-hmm. seven or more runs. Oof. Have you yet to see the introduction of uh, of the game when the Golden Knights are at home? The Vegas team is a little over the top. Well, think of the resources available to them in that town. Mm-hmm. The laser beams and okay. the theatricality. The showgirls. Graphics. <laughs> they got people in Avengers costumes running around the stadium, and these people don't know where they are and what they're doing, and the place just goes crazy. Yeah. They beat San Jose 7 nothing in yes. game one. Then and, lost in two overtime. And did you see the uh, the goal that they had taken away? No. They... It was early in OT, I think, or it might have been right at the end of regulation, that they, uh, the guy kind of brushed the goalie, and the goalie sprawled. It didn't look like blatant, and they Vegas scored, and they went over and reviewed it and waved it off, and then two overtimes later. You know, here's my theory. If you're going to decide games all season, three-on-three three and with shootouts, mm-hmm. okay, I'll give you one overtime. Mm-hmm. You can you can have one overtime. One regular overtime. One regular overtime. Minutes. After that, let's play by the same rules you play all season. There's no sense in having these guys play till 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, they went to two overtimes last night. Yes, and, and we had. One. And how long did uh, the San Jose one go? That went to a second overtime, too, mm-hmm. didn't it? Uh, uh, what night? Saturday? Uh, no. No, I mean, uh, what? The uh, Winnipeg and Nashville went to one, too, right? That last was last night, night. Went to two overtimes. And the Vegas one went to two overtimes, right? right? right. Yeah. So, boy, they're good, though. They're fast. Just that they want to do skate more after this long season and the long yeah. game and then go to overtime, two uh, overtime. Vegas, uh, they got some uh, speed on that team, though, and, and Halla and uh, Tuck are part of it. Each team got to protect 11 players, correct? Yes, 10 skaters and a goalie. Okay. Well, given but the parity only, in this league... You can see how you could put a team together. Oh, yeah, especially when you turn around and, okay, these guys don't want to lose Dumba and they don't mm-hmm. want to lose it, so they say, okay, we'll let you. You'll draft Hala, and then we'll also give you Tuck, you know, mm-hmm. and then you give us somebody back. But, yeah, so they got that turned out. That was a that trade kind of hung over Fletcher. Vegas is going to win the Cup. Nope. nope. Well, that's my – okay. yep, yep, yep. Winnipeg or, yes. Nash, Winnipeg or Nashville will beat the team that wins that. Conference. Sports Talk will return in just a moment, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. 
It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal with Your Money Now. And we closed out the month of April on a down note today. Stocks lower across the board, although we had some gains early. They went away late in the day. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 148 points, closing at 24,163. The NASDAQ Composite fell 53 points, and the S&P 500 lost 21. There's never been a better time to get a deal on private college education. The average tuition discount rate, the amount of grant aid colleges offer toward tuition and fees will reach 50% for the first time this fall for full-time freshmen. That's up from 48.2% last fall. The Wall Street Journal says the increase in the discount rate is due in part to the desire among families and consumers in general to get a deal. Starbucks is going to put a little more focus on afternoon coffee drinkers. The company said nearly half of the volume it sells in the afternoon is purchased by customers who are not members of its loyalty program and are unaware of many of its products. The company has a new Frappuccino coming out this week. It says will appeal to people who are looking for an afternoon treat. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Uh, really, I was right in the middle of a story off the air. Pretty good story, yeah, too. We, I'm sorry we weren't listening. You seriously interrupted me there. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> well, I'm going to start all over again. <laughs> Could you? No, uh, that's all right. We'll let you go. Thanks, Thank buddy. you, sir. Uh, and we're going to check traffic here, sponsored by Indeed. And, you know, another day. Another 99 grass fires. We've had our share of them the last few days. The latest southbound side of I-35 near County 50 down in Lakeville. Looks like the fire department is still there putting that one out. Westbound 94 between the downtowns, 14 minutes. Eastbound between 12. And be ready for a lane blocker westbound 94 at McKnight. Are you hiring with Indeed? everything except this awesome song. Roycey, I need advice. Yes, sir. This morning, I uh, took a picture of the front page of the Star Tribune. Yes. Uh, the screaming headline, something yes. about a summer uh, of gridlock. Yeah, summer of gridlock. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't make any comment. I just posted the picture. Yep, and right. When I do that, people the the bike the bike bicycle crowd the lobby they come out and what, uh, do, they, what do they want? A guy says to me, he goes, "Ride a bike." Yeah. And, of course, that's absurd to me. So I yeah. responded, ride a horse. Yes. <laughs> and then he responded, that wouldn't work, but you're on the right track. Good for you. Mm-hmm. The ball is in my court. I have yet to respond. <laughs> what would you say? I usually, about that point, go to bite me. <laughs> <laughs> go right for the... Yeah. Uh, Just go right for I can't layout. decide if I should go really subtle with like uh-huh. something like swing and a miss uh-huh. or if I should jump up in his face or if I should just take my ball and go home and forget I the whole you thing. you should ignore him. Yeah. yeah, he's a biker who wants anything to do with those. <laughs> That's just it. It's like <laughs> swatting at a wasp. The next thing you know, the yeah. whole nest yeah, is after yeah. you. A lot of weenies. Over. Or just ask him, how'd February work out for you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, speaking of that, I have less issues with the bicycle riders in the winter than I do in the summer because the guys that ride year-round seem to know what they're doing and seem to obey the laws and they kind of stay out of your way. Are they trying to save the earth or are they just broke? I think they're broke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they all want to act like they're doing it. But they're very, the it's a very smug way to be broke. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, the bike alone costs you a grand. It's very pompous and smug. It's the, the people that I have the issues with, uh, Joe, are the guys that just got the bike out of the garage here last mm-hmm. week. They're the ones that... <laughs> Here's John Height. He's a biker. 
Uh, well, they don't no, stop no, for red I, lights I, either. I haven't ridden no, a bike in 20 years. Traffic lights, traffic laws, they don't apply to bicycle riders. It's the Wild West when you're on a bicycle. Yeah, they don't uh, They don't pay any attention. Mm-hmm. It's partly sunny. Guess what the temp is this hour, fellas? 98. It's 80. It's 80. Very good. Is it hit 80? Really? Yep. Wow. wow. Yeah, so we've uh, 12 degrees in two hours. Is it? Uh, okay. What's the west, rest of the weather? Is it going to rain or not? Uh, tonight. Already done? Later late? tonight. No, so late. are the Twins get to lose first or not? Uh, they, yes. they lose first okay, before good. it rains. Well, that's good. Uh, the Twins, as Patrick said, apparently will lose to the Toronto Blue Jays at Target Field tonight, opening up a three-game series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twins now 9-14 and 14 after losing two out of those three there to the Reds over the weekend. Lance Lynn still looking for that first win as the Twin is on the mound for Minnesota. Aaron Sanchez goes for the Blue Jays. You know, all over baseball, these uh, late signees, these guys that signed in the middle of February and later and were, didn't have spring training, mm-hmm. uh, have not been good. Most of them have been bad. Yeah. Uh, twins have recalled righty John Curtis from AAA Rochester. He was up for a while last year, you probably remember. He good t- arm. He can strike yeah. people out. He'll take the spot of Tyler Duffy, uh, Duffy option to Rochester yesterday. Threw a little uh, tantrum in the clubhouse, I heard. I wasn't Did there, he? but he kind of was banging and throwing spikes around. I mean, mm. just making loud sure. noise. He wasn't, was unhappy. Yeah. Boy, yeah, that so. nice new locker room. Yeah. Bad Almost. thing to do. Oh, that's the sign of a real leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you got to act upset. News notes from today. Police in Minnetonka and Robbinsdale are looking for suspects who targeted two gun shops on the same night. The first attempted break-in happened at the gun stop on Excelsior Boulevard in Minnetonka. Suspects tried and failed to gain access about 2.15 in the morning. Roughly an hour later, intruders struck at Bill's gun shop on West Broadway in Robbinsdale. John Monson owns that store. He said the burglary happened around 3 a.m. The intruders used a vehicle to ram the storefront 10 times. He said they were inside just a short time. I'm talking seconds, he said, not minutes. He said the whole thing was caught on surveillance video. He said we were able to watch the whole incident. He would only disclose that a handful of weapons were taken. He passed the types of guns and serial numbers along to authorities. And federal law requires licensed gun dealers to report thefts to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Well, if we got the driver, if we got the car license and all that stuff, what are we waiting for? That uh, should be Probably easy. a stolen yeah. vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like middle of last week, though, John, wasn't was, it? No, it was Wednesday uh, Friday. Or Thursday. It was Friday. Are you sure? Well, that's what uh, my information tells me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it at th- Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Change it to Thursday. We are for you, you weren't Thanks. in the car, were you? Uh, yeah. How, how do oh, you wait. know? Yeah, what I guess maybe that was Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're telling me is I'm reading fake news, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I heard about this uh, off the air, and I, I, I hadn't seen anything in the paper, and I was wondering mm-hmm. if it was ever going to make the news. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting all weekend. You're the first I've heard of it. Didn't okay. have to re- I didn't realize that they had to drive the... Uh, so the guy had good security there. They just drove oh, through. Oh, Munson, it, he's got very stout mm-hmm. security. I'm surprised they even got the vehicle through the front mm-hmm. of the building. A coordinated double suicide bombing hit central Kabul this morning, killing at least 25 people, including journalists, according to officials. 45 people wounded. Agent uh, Agency France Press, the AFP, reported the news agency's chief photographer in the area was among those killed. The affiliate of the of ISIS in Afghanistan claimed responsibility for the attack in a statement posted online. Are they are ISIS and the Taliban enemies there or buddies? They are enemies. They are enemies. I know a guy who lived in Kabul from the time he was about twelve to fifteen. What did he say? Uh, They had a lot of kites. Kites, yeah, flying kites, and had a normal civilization. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's a great book. What, the uh, when, Kite Runner is a great book. When was this, Joe? Uh, well, he's in his mid-60s. So what, in the 60s? Mm-hmm. Late 60s, early 70s? When it was the Royal Kingdom? I guess. Yeah. Oh, the Taliban got her rolling there. That was in what, about 70? I have, I have the no Taliban idea. were our pals when they were trying to yeah. get rid of the Russians. Fighting mm-hmm. Russia in the late 70s. Yeah. Uh, President Trump said he's thinking about the peace house near the Korean demilitarized zone or the DMZ for a meeting with North Korean dictator Kim Jong Un. <laughs> he's a beauty. He said, "We're everybody's bidding for it. Everybody wants this. Everybody wants this big." I think he was confusing the DMZ with TMZ. <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize, baby. The president said, "We're looking at various countries, including give it to the sister." I don't know. Mm-hmm. including Singapore, he said. We're also talking about the possibility of the DMZ. Uh, Trump said that he threw out the idea because of the proximity to North Korea. He said, there's something I like about it because <laughs> you're there. If things work out, there's a great celebration to be had on the site, not in a third-party country. I think he should have it at Mar-a-Lago. Bring that little fruitcake <laughs> over to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> I think, though, before I'd give him a peace prize, any of them, I'd see how long this thing holds. Mm-hmm. I, 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 would, I wouldn't. Uh, What's the over-under? I, would, I wouldn't rush into it. <laughs> I, I think that the, the little fat guy's a little... If he doesn't get a proper amount of attention... Right. For about two weeks, then you know what? Do You're absolutely. It should be like a real estate contract for deed. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you this peace prize, but we're going to keep it unsigned. <laughs> and in ten years, yes, if things are still, still awesome, it. the balloon is due. You get the peace prize. Everything's now. What's the story that their nuclear launching site has collapsed? Right. I read right. it was a testing site. Testing site. It got well, flooded. It collapsed. It, well, it collapsed. Yeah. It's, does it's unusable now. Well, so. do you trust their building methods? Mm. I don't know. Now, Heinrich, are you you taking all this in with your lineage and your world travels? Well, I know about uh, rough, you know, from Aunt Hermione, I know about (laughs) rough negotiations that can lead to difficulties. Could lead to world wars. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Isn't your lineage just as easy as taking a blood test these days? They well, can... it would be a little hard for me because I'm adopted. But... Well, no, they they take they take your blood test, they read your chromosomes, and they tell you what the deal but, is. With but you. Patrick did his with the, the Royce family yeah, name. I'm, I'm yeah, trying I, to become a. I, I heard all I'm that. I'm trying and... to become part of the di- the Royce dynasty, <laughs> yeah. but I'm an Irishman. Uh, <laughs> is the problem. Yeah. I heard yeah. all that. That was twenty fascinating minutes of radio. <laughs> it uh, it didn't remind your dad didn't remind me at all of uh, any honeymooners I ever watched, <laughs> where they were always trying to get rich. Remember that oh, every yeah. episode. Yeah. Another Ralphie, yeah. and he had as much success in his attempts with his pal Joe Miller too. <laughs> Singapore Airlines. Carp farm. That was a good one. <laughs> yep, exactly. Honeymooners right there. I can see Ralph doing that. Yeah, my old man was the, the magnetized signs you put on the car door. Until <laughs> you came back and they were all Where'd gone. Where'd the sign go? I said, I lost it in the median on Highway 36. <laughs> Paid about 500 bucks for the stamping machine and all this crap that didn't work. 
thing of poor airlines. Plus, they don't really they're magnetically attach to those, the, the wood panel. You yeah, know? it was tough. It was That's tough. Right. <laughs> Singapore Airlines reportedly preparing to introduce a nonstop flight from Singapore to a New York City area Newport uh, airport. Excuse me. Uh, that would be 19 hours wow. up in the air. Singapore Airlines would operate the route using the Airbus A350-900 ULR, a new ultra-long-range jet. Okay, well, doesn't not- it take that long to fly to Australia? Uh, no, 14. Oh. It would take 19 hours to fly the 9,500 miles separating the two major hubs, depending on wind speed. Uh, Singapore Airlines plans to oh, operate... New York would be about 17, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah. Would go ahead. Plans to operate the flight with a two-class configuration, business and premium economy. The plane would be fitted with lighting to combat jet lag and an air circulation system that renews the air every two minutes. The jetliner previously operated a flight from Singapore to Newark, but canceled the route in 2013 due to operational costs, making it unprofitable. The flight would be about an hour longer than the current world record holder, which connected New Zealand and Qatar. It was unclear if the resumed service would also go into Newark or go into JFK. In New York City. Well, you uh, you did. They wouldn't give you those seats where you got to stand up in them. Those new seats, oh, though, right? They, uh, it doesn't the, sound the, like the it, stand no. up ones that would. Johnny, we got a little video that went viral from the Nashville game last night. Yes. Did you see that? I don't think so. The uh, defense, the offensive lineman Taylor Lewin from the uh, Titans, a bunch of the Titans went to the game. He had a big old catfish with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he drank beer out of the catfish's mouth. Yuck. Then he shotgunned a few beers, and then he flipped off the Jets. A good, solid hockey fan ready for the playoffs. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I did read about it. I didn't awesome. see the video. Yeah, it's on the video. So you can it's... get a catfish into the arena. Yeah, I guess if you're an offensive lineman with the great big boy, too, a big uh. honker. How would you like to sit there with one for a while during the game? Oh. They do not smell good. No. Offensive lineman? Offensive or? lineman? No. <laughs> well, an offensive lineman holding a catfish, because that's really, that's that's really jeopardy yeah. there. <laughs> uh, Chinese authorities really hate jaywalkers. Uh, we've had stories in the yes, past right. where they send them to jail. Uh, they've decided to use some technology to try and end the practice. In Shenzhen, walkers are identified with facial recognition and sent threatening texts while their faces are displayed on big, oversized, nearby LED screens. <laughs> wow. In Dei Hubei province, shouting robotic squirt guns target and soak anyone who tries to walk into an intersection <laughs> against the lights. It also logs their just, identity. Just little squirt squirts, or are we talking fire hose blasting uh, They look just like little squirts, not oh, gigantic. Okay, so. uh, it also logs their identity with facial recognition and targets them with lasers that the authorities uh, say won't harm anyone. Mm-hmm. The equipment was set up at an intersection in Day City's downtown area. It has five yellow bollards arranged along the road. The lower three spray water vapor when sensors indicate someone's walking against the light. <laughs> this, this is, is what they money. got to worry about. This is a lot of money to spend. <laughs> but I suppose maybe, well, uh, you know, they should try it at the University of Minnesota. It might work. Huh? Well, think about what we go through here, though, Joe. Yeah. Anytime somebody approaches a curb, all of traffic has to slam on oh. the brakes and mm-hmm. sit there and wait while they decide to cross or not. Mm-hmm. Did you? It's uh, kind of refreshing, actually. Did you happen to Red read China. Reading the paper this morning, Joe, the uh, thing about uh, pedestrians? 
uh, refresh my it was memory. It's in the Star Tribune, uh, page, uh, the inside page yeah. of the Metro section. Oh, I probably uh, didn't. Yeah, that basically said there's a problem, and now they're going to be major enforcement for the rest of this jaywalking? week in St. Paul. Oh, boy. No, not no, jaywalking. For people if that you don't... are driving and you don't stop. For, oh, for pedestrians. For pedestrians. You, but what if they? Uh, what if you have the light? Another war I've completely lost. <laughs> and here's the deal: the law says in the, in crosswalk. the crosswalk. Yeah. We so, must do something about this immediately. Immediately. <laughs> what drives me crazy in South Minneapolis is every driver on the road stops for any pedestrian uh-huh. walking down the sidewalk, whether they're going to cross or not. Mm-hmm. It's it's way out of hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It also drives me nuts that people will walk out paying no attention. I'm sorry, if the car hits you, guess what? The car is going to win. My all-timer was when we were in Milwaukee for the All-Star game, and uh, it was about 1 o'clock in the morning, and let's we were right at the edge of perhaps the uh, legal limit then. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. And I was taking a left-hand turn <laughs> onto a rather main street, and these people were crossing. You know, right. they had the light, but right. I had the light too, green light. Right. But I started... With full intentions of stopping, uh-huh. but they went ah and ran, you know. <laughs> right, right. So the cop stops me and says, "Blah blah blah," and you know, gives me hell. And uh, I said, "I wasn't going to hit him. I just wanted to scare him a little." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "We're guests for the All Star Game," and they let us go. So, wow, <laughs> that was forty years ago. In Pennsylvania, uh, this has happened again. An intoxicated woman arrived at the Cumberland County Prison to pick up her friend who had been arrested for mm-hmm. driving under the oh, influence. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that happens. Officers got there and found 49-year-old Robin Kemp. During the officer's investigation, they said it was determined she had driven her vehicle to the prison to pick up her friend who had been arrested for DUI. She was suspected to be highly intoxicated. They did the tests. <laughs> And yes, she was highly well, intoxicated. Do you have to go in? The people are always getting caught doing this. Can't you just sit at the curb and honk? I'm here. Honk, honk. Your ass out here. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Kemp and also. If you have one phone call, can't you find a sober friend? <laughs> exactly. You got to have one sober friend, right. don't you? That's, that's a good point. Uh, Ms. Kemp, when she showed up also, and it shows on her, also on her mugshot, had some injuries to her face. Police learned that Kemp had fallen just outside the prison, resulting in the injuries to her oh, face. That's how she has a lawsuit. No, charged with driving under the influence. Mm. Uh, in West Los Angeles, happened this morning about one a.m. A security guard, distracted by a woman in short shorts, was overpowered at gunpoint by four males who zip tied him. And st- <laughs> the old hot pants <laughs> trick. Ruse. Yeah. She walked by slowly. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, according to Norma Eisenman with the Los Angeles Police <laughs> Department. Hey, sailor. A, fe- <laughs> a female wearing short shorts and a furry jacket distracted the guard. At that point, four males overpowered the guard, <laughs> zip-tied him, took his guns, and burglarized. <laughs> Walking in my hot pants. Yeah. yeah. If he would have uh, worked at St. Kate's, he would have come up with a better story. Than that. I know some guards, all you have to do is put a piece of chocolate cake in the parking lot. And they'll go waddling out there, leaving your back door unmanned for hours. No injuries reported, and they still have not found the people responsible. What were they wanted to, what they steal? 
Now they stole. It was a actually a house. Uh, so I would guess somebody's okay. well-to-do house. Oh, uh, I they see. stole okay. uh, art, artifacts. Basically, is what they're saying. What so. did the uh, What did the gal in uh, Full Metal Jacket say? Yes, uh, I, I love, love you long term. She I said, love you long term. "Hey, baby, you got girlfriend Vietnam? <laughs> <laughs> Me love you long time." <laughs> that she must have said that to this guy in China. You like hot pants? <laughs> <laughs> A giant mosquito with a wingspan of more than four inches was found in China. No, no, no. Super, wow, that's no. a big mosquito. The supersized insect belongs to the Holorusa Mikado species, the largest mosquito family in the world. Uh, the body's about two inches long. The wingspan is more than four inches. That's ten times bigger than the average mosquito. That's a bird. What, what kind of disease are we carrying? <laughs> well, they guy? actually, this is they don't bite. They don't really? feed. They don't feed on blood. They choke you to death. Right. <laughs> they bring you to the <laughs> ground. Yeah. They hit you. It's like bam. They throw you down and stop on you. Now I did not know this either. In, in reading this story, there are tens of thousands of types of mosquitoes in the world. Okay, but there's none only, of them serve any purpose. Well, there's only about a hundred species that actually feed on blood. The rest of them do and not. They all are in Minnesota. <laughs> including, all in my backyard. Including this large one. Uh, the mosquito, mosquito is set to go on display at the museum in China next month. Uh, this is not the first time the fellow who caught this, his name is Zhao Lai, curator of the Insect Museum of West China. It's not the first time he's caught a supersized insect. Last year he found a female stick insect measuring 25 inches. So is this Whoa. this guy's specialty, John? Yeah, he's well, he runs the, what was it, a museum, right? That's what... Insect Museum cool. of West China. Nothing so. drives me crazier about my wife than the fact she'll sit out on the deck at 9 o'clock on a hot, muggy dusky summer night and read and not let the mosquitoes bother her. If I see oh. one within a block, I won't go outside. I don't know how, I don't know how she puts it. Is she one. immune to them or what? I don't know. I don't Sometimes know. they just leave you alone. Yeah. Is she a vampire? I don't know what her deal is. <laughs> okay, I keep yelling, get in here!